The underdog is howling. Stanford Steve and the Bear. Ah, yes. A home team getting points. What's better than that? Welcome in. Week seven of the college football season. And there's not a lot of things that are sticking out, but we will get to that very soon. But first, I just want to say, check out me and my guy SVP on the SV Pod. This week, we're debuting a new segment. It's called What I Love. Scott's trying not to hear any more about negativity, even though I still have a thing I hate this week. So there's that. But follow the SV Pod wherever you get your podcasts. And also, hockey's returned to ESPN if you haven't heard. The music and everything is back. And the NHL is starting back. And that means you could stream your team's games on ESPN+. Plus. You can watch every team from the Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning to the brand new Seattle Kraken. Subscribe to ESPN Plus so you don't miss a goal. And be sure to follow In the Crease, the new NHL podcast with Linda Cohn and Emily Kaplan. Bear, how are we doing today? We're all right. We're we're, 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 we're kind of in that. This is like the week every year, that third week of October where Mm. you just kind of got to get through it, get over the hump of the uh, the travel starting to get a little, you you really want to get on a plane tired, but you get through this week and then, then you start seeing some bigger games. Um, definitely at the end of the month and the month of November. So we're, uh, we're, we're just getting through this week and then we'll be good. Awesome. Uh, hard, 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 hard week to be inspired for. That's for sure. Yeah. I've had this one circled. I actually circled this one for you a while ago. I said, <laughs> take a look at October 16th when, cause I mean, obviously preseason, I thought there was actually a possibility you could be at Miami at North Carolina knowing, uh, yeah. you know, the, 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 the hype that was coming in. And as we've seen uh, teams, not, really able to handle the hype um, and things starting to kick in all over the country. Uh, we know we discussed the, the, the Alabama, Georgia prop last week um, that uh, I believe Caesars had at, at minus two forty. That's obviously, um, I don't want to say adjusted, but uh, I think there's some different looks at that now. It, it's adjusted, but it's my, it's minus two sixty now, I believe. Mm-hmm. So um I don't think anything has changed in terms of like Alabama and Georgia still being the two best teams. Alabama had a had a bad night, and and I think obviously that happens. You sometimes upsets happen. Uh, I, I think the way to look at it though is uh, for college football purposes, it's it's a it's a good thing now because Alabama is in a must win situation every week now. Uh, the the rest of the year they they have to win the SEC championship to to get in the playoff because I don't think the committee would put. Uh, a, a two-loss Alabama team in, and they probably shouldn't based on some of the other teams that might be available there. So uh, I, I still think the prop is a good play. I think maybe you play the prop and maybe you play Ohio State. Maybe it might be the best price, the most uh, feasible price as a team that potentially could beat uh, Georgia or Alabama. So we'll, we'll, uh, by the way, has, a, has a, uh, a Heisman Trophy finalist or contender ever not started the season in Basically, came in as a came in midway through October, because I, I like what what Caleb Williams brings to Oklahoma. Uh, like that's the Oklahoma offense that we kind of thought we were going to see uh, mm-hmm. this year, and uh, we, we, with the race being so wide open, I mean his his the dimension that he brings and running the football and um, just the, the the energy and the and the and the jolt that he brings to the Sooners might be interesting to see what happens if uh, if anybody decides to put a uh, Hang, hang on, Caleb Williams number because I haven't seen one yet. Yeah, that 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 goes against all my inkling uh, that started with NBA uh, MVP. I always think games played should be a serious data point. So I'm sure I I think I did. I think Mitch Moss sent out somebody uh, that that somebody possibly did throw out a number really on him. I thought um, how you feel. You have uh, Travion from Ohio State. You have, I might have a ticket there. I, I, I might, I, I might have a ticket on him. Yes. All right. What might that number be? Uh, Sixty-five to one. Okay. All right. Um, something to keep an eye on. Buckeyes obviously off this week. Um, would you take their offense over anybody in the country? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I would. Nothing against uh, Maryland's I, defense. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I was going to say, as stout as the Terps are, uh, getting after the quarterback and in the secondary, uh, I think I'd have to take that Buckeye offense over uh, everyone in the country. And they, they do have, um, I believe, the number one rated offense in terms of expected points uh, is, is well. And certainly you, you look at the teams, Oklahoma's offense maybe has a chance now with, with Williams if he is that guy. Um Alabama, I guess, would be in that mix as well. But, yeah, I'm taking the last State's offense over anybody. Uh, you're going to Athens. What is it, second time in three weeks? Yep, second time in three weeks. For, uh, I went back and looked. It's the first time since 2014 we are in the same site twice in a three-week span. Do you know so, what the time was before that? Before what, 2014? Yeah, that you went to Never. the first Never, never, never. Wow. I, Cause you know what it's, it started making me think was it's actually one of the first years I started traveling a lot and it felt like we just lived in the big 12 was 2008. Remember how, I mean, it just revolved yeah. that yeah. Texas tech yep. circle, um, yeah, Texas, Texas tech, Oklahoma. Yep. That was revolved revolving every week. That was nuts. Uh, I remember that. I mean, those, those were the good old, the good old times in the sun. You, you and, you and Rosillo and Brad and Amanda used to be hanging on the sidelines all the time. Yeah. Uh, still the greatest night in the history of Lubbock, Texas. Uh, I, I would there. agree. I was there. Um, there's a couple pictures of us. You could see us in the Crabtree catch if you look closely. Yes, yes, you can. That's some pictures. <laughs> think you might have had a little top on the top there, too. You might have had a little hair. Oh, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, that was that was right. That was right before we decided <laughs> to just completely shut it down. That, that was right, right? Yeah, 2000, I remember 2010 World Cup. I can remember uh, officially being, be, be, being done with it. Because I, I, I remember I, re, I remember bringing my uh, my clippers with me to, to South Africa and putting the adapter in the wall, and that didn't end up very well for the clippers. So we uh, – Upon return, we had to get a new new pair. So, I know 2010 for sure. I was uh, I came right. home, but it might have been 2009. Exactly. That's so, what I was going to say. The keywords yeah. are yeah. came home. That's how Scott and I refer to it. There's plenty yeah. of you out there. Don't be afraid. Just just come on home. Everything's fine. Um, it's actually a lot easier once you get past it. Um, I want to start though with that game in Athens um, because I'm telling you right now when I look at this slate, there's. I mean, <laughs> I usually look go on, you know, Circa's usually the first ones that put out the lines on Sunday. And I'll scroll down and scroll down like, oh, I like that. I like that. I want to see where this mm-hmm. goes. I want to see where this goes. And this week, I just kept scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And I'm like, oh, no. And I'm like, you see Arizona <laughs> State, Utah. And then I'm like, there it is. Last game, Hawaii, Nevada. Nothing popped out. So then you start going back. And I'm like, you know what? I'm putting it away. Let me look at tomorrow when I wake up and see what's adjusted, see if anything pops out. But what popped out here was obviously seeing an undefeated Kentucky team going on the road for what? The second time they've only played at South Carolina. Um, and which was not a, 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 a pretty win. Uh, no. it was 16 to 10 there. So when I look at this and I think of Georgia and I know everybody's talking about, you know, Daniels when he's going to be back. I mean, if I'm Georgia, I'm going with Stetson Bennett here. And I, I, I think he's he's shown progress. Um, and obviously, you're going to win with your defense. And to think about how they just ambushed Arkansas, who I – if Arkansas and Kentucky played this week, I would take Arkansas in that game. Agree? That's a good game. I don't know if I'd agree. Neutral site. Game. Neutral site. Arkansas, I think Arkansas will be favored. Uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I would definitely take them or not. Okay. All right. So, anyway, I feel like I know more about Arkansas and, and what they what they have. And, obviously, Ole Miss is a tough factor in that thing, seeing what they did to them last week. But I just – I mean, Kentucky's going to be able to – I should say be able to – they're not going to be intimidated by the guys physically up front when you talk about Kentucky's offensive line against Georgia's defensive line. But when I look at the other things that Georgia could do, and this is where it gets into the depth and the ability of that defense, you know, Will Levis has has been great for Kentucky. Obviously, they love him there, and, and they're undefeated. But I think Georgia can make him or put him in predicaments that he hasn't been put into. And that's why I, I think I would lean to Georgia 
given the points in this game. I know what I'm getting offensively. Kentucky's defense has been good the last two weeks. They've created turnovers. But Kentucky, you know, early on, you know, they were they they, they were not good with the ball in, in turnover wise. So I I I well I've said it all every week this year. I want more from Georgia's offense. I think I'll get it this week, but I think when I'm looking at this game, I would give the points with Georgia here. Yeah, you know, I think wanting more from Georgia's offense is kind of relative to what 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 they have available right now. And you you, you look at the players that Georgia has injured, both on the offensive side of the ball and the defensive side of the ball, and they're still number one and allowed 33 points all year long. Uh, as, as a team, I went back and looked like. They've had 33 points all year, 221 different times in a game this year. <laughs> a team has allowed 33 points or more, which is just incredible. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I think with with Carter and Dean uh, and, and that defensive line, I think it's going to be a long afternoon for because you, you're just you're not going to run. You're just not going to run, and this could be a very similar type offensive output for Kentucky to what they had against Florida, whether with across midfield, what, twice, I think it was. Yeah. So I, I, I would be with you. I would lean towards to, uh, laying the points here uh, with, with Georgia as well. And when I look at the quarterback situation on both sides with Levis and how much I, I, I enjoyed watching him, I don't think Kentucky wants to put him in, an, in, a, in a situation where they're doing a lot of quarterback runs or they're trying to run option and giving free shots on him, knowing how valuable he is. And that's, what I think you need to do against Georgia is create that extra blocker by running the, the quarterback and being able to, um, you know, get better matchups or be, get better angles in the run game. So that's – I just don't think Kentucky's built to do that. Um, I mean, Robinson's been incredible. I'm sure they're going to try and get him in space, but that's a lot easier said than done. And then Bennett did play last year against Kentucky and just had a complete, you're not going to do anything uh, from Kirby Smart. He was 9 of 13 <laughs> for 131 yards, and that included two picks. So I think Stetson seeing that defense from last year, I think that helps them. I, I could see Georgia taking a couple shots early in this game, get that crowd going. And, I mean, you were there a couple of weeks ago. Arkansas, it was done, right? First 10 minutes mm-hmm. into the game, yeah, that game's good. over. Ten, not even ten. Five. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think I think I'm going to lean towards Georgia. They might be. We'll figure it out. Um, I, Big Mike Happy recap will be interesting by the time we get. Big to Mike Rocky going to be a very short Big Mike. Well, I was going to say <laughs> it'll be interesting. Um, I want to circle back to Friday night because it can can I can I get your feelings on whether you would rather have. Syracuse at home plus the 14 or Cal on the road plus the 13 and a half. Cal's at Oregon, Syracuse hosting Clemson. I would rather have Cal plus the 14 now I see at Caesars okay. Sportsbook. So I would rather, let me, let me get a true apples to apples. I'd rather have Cal plus the 14. Okay. Because I, I think the injuries uh, to Oregon right now and uh, where, where that team and program is, um, with Verdell out now, that is, yeah. is a big deal. That that seems like a lot of points to lay for um, a team that has been a poor favorite lately. I think it's the yeah, it's the last seven games they've been favored. Um, they they haven't covered, um, and they lost last year as a close to a double digit favorite uh, to Cal. Cal that was a wild result a couple of weeks ago uh, mm-hmm. with the blowout loss to Wazoo, but 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 I, I think. Uh, each team with the uh, with the week off, um, I, w- I would lead, I would I would be more comfortable taking Cal plus the fourteen just because I think uh, there's a chance they score or I don't know how many points Syracuse is going to be able to score uh, on that Clemson defense. I mean, and hey, Clemson Clemson might not hit twenty four, yeah, but I don't know if Syracuse hits double digits. That's that, and that that's the point I was trying to get to is. Syracuse defense has been really good. Um, obviously gave up points to Wake Forest, but Wake Forest is a pretty capable offense. Scoring last week. Yeah. So I just have this is going to be one of those where Syracuse, what you're saying, they're not going to be able to score. How long can their offense hang on? Or how long can their defense right. hang on? I love the run game. 
uh, at Syracuse shown, but I don't think that's going to go against Clemson. I think that defense is going to travel. Uh, I saw Ross is going to be back. That helps Uyunglele, I would think, immensely in the past game. I think Clemson comes out with a with a with a totally different uh, mindset offensively, where there's maybe there's not a lot as much pressure on them. You know, I think Dabo will let it go here a little bit, knowing that hey, it's a hell of a lot easier to play on the road with a lead than it is have the chase all the time. So I'm interested to see how Clemson comes out of the gates um, in that one. Um, you mentioned Cuse not getting the double digits. Kentucky, I think I saw their team total is nine and a half. Can they get 10? Because it's pretty, I mean, 20, 22 and a half. Kentucky's getting and over under is 44 and a half. So they're looking at 30, 31, 10, somewhere around yeah. there. Hmm. Interesting number. I think they can get to 10. I think yeah. they can. I think it might be so out of reach. Like if it's, you know, if they get a field goal or something early, you know, you're looking at 20 yeah, exactly. and a half. Maybe that's how you get Georgian points on is, is you pull the starters. Um, early on, there's some other things. I, I do think if I wanted to take a big favorite, and this is obviously if, if Dylan Gabriel's still out, which I think he is, UCF. Well, plus- you, you talked you talked about Friday this, the other game, like Friday night. I mean, I, I I could see myself maybe by if it if it gets to nine and a half, I could see myself maybe taking San Jose State with uh, no Starkle. Yeah, that, that's the problem. That's that that that's huge. That's, that's that, the problem. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of those this week, um, and, and we'll get to uh, as we get to the night games. Uh, but quarterbacks is, you know, San Jose State, we talked about them in the beginning of the year, how much we love them, returning starters. But, man, not having Starkle, they've been a totally different team. Yeah. And that that's tough. Um, but, yeah, that's a, that's a good point by you. That's, that's something to keep an eye on, which, obviously, we don't have the info here as we're taping this Wednesday morning. Um, but, yeah, that's an interesting – all those favorites are in, in interesting um, predicaments there. San Diego State on the road at San Jose State. Uh, when we look at Saturday, I just with UCF and what they have, I, I feel like this is a chance for Cincinnati to get. Mm-hmm. get I mean, they, they they took advantage of the Temple turnovers in that Friday night game. Uh, a little lethargic to start, but the turnovers got them going. I think since he put, might put one on uh, UCF here. Uh also at noon Eastern, your Indiana. I believe it is homecoming in Bloomington. And I'm People, not going to be there. No, I think there's a lot of requests for you to be out there, but you have um, priorities. You know, I do. Unfortunately, I'll be on a I'll be on a plane from uh, from Athens to Norman. Okay, getting a lot of Norman time in there. Yeah, I don't think we're done either. Oh, yeah. Norman Saturday night is is a tough one for me because. It, 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 the the return travel situation is just it's just hard because it's either the the late the late night drive to to Oklahoma Tulsa? City oh Oklahoma, Oklahoma City is Tulsa is closer than Tulsa oh yeah and, 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 and Tulsa yeah, yeah that's still water which is which is terrible too but you get you get the Norman drive to Oklahoma City Airport flight and they just don't match up with getting back to Hartford. So like you don't get back till like three fifteen at least some of the time get the car getting It's like four o'clock by the time I walk in the door and it, it's just rough. Or the other option is the other, the, the preferred option, which is the option that I did last time is the, is the hour or the shower option, which is fly, fly East with, with Mr. Herb street, uh-huh. get to the airport hotel take an hour get in the shower and get that 6a and i'm home at home at 10 30 so that that that's neither option is good but that's the best of two bad options yes it is and you don't have to worry about getting home for the jets they're on a bye week this week so that's big oh, they are yeah they are i missed that <laughs> I, I i was so invested last week that i that I, I didn't even realize that they were playing on sunday morning and i woke up and my wife was like oh aren't the jets on today and i'm like i don't know are they that's how that's how dialed in I am. And then I looked at the the score and saw that that old Zach was like three of eleven with an interception. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's hmm. seems all's right in the world. Um, so getting back to Bloomington, I mean, it feels like I don't know, five out of six weeks, six out of seven weeks, the Michigan line, the Michigan State line kind of stinks. Mm-hmm. But if I, 
<laughs> and it doesn't matter if Penix plays or not. You know, like I need to have something to go off of. Like I thought Rutgers can muck it up last week, and then they gave up three 90 plus yard touchdowns. So that went out the window. Um, but I do think Indiana can, can play better defense than Rutgers. It's just a matter of them scoring. Michigan State's been great at getting to the quarterback and putting pressure on it. And we've seen what Indiana quarterbacks have done when they've had pressure on them. And it's not pretty. And I, I, I'm not taking credit away from Michigan State. It's awesome. They're undefeated. Walker is is right in the ranks um, for the Dolk Walker Award, I would think, as top running back with the numbers that he's putting up. And it's just, can Michigan State, they got Michigan next week, right? In the look-ahead spot possibly here. Is it next week or do they have the offer? Or in bye week and then Michigan. I yeah. think that's what you're at. So, um, you know, it's been a great start to the season. It can't be going any better for Michigan State. It's just something that kind of sticks out in a stinky sense, but I don't want to take Indiana because I don't think they're capable. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. Okay. Yeah, it's it's hard to it's hard it's hard to back Indiana in this game just because uh, you you know what you're getting from 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 Michigan State, and I guess the questions at quarterback uh, are a big deal. This is an offense that looked completely inept uh, at Penn State. Uh, we're fortunate to beat Western Kentucky. Um, with that being said, they should have been up big on Cincinnati and, and had that game uh, in control. But poor poor red zone execution and a bad uh, targeting call really affected that game. So. Uh, you say one minute it's hard to like them this lot, and then you think back to what they did against the team that's currently right third in the country, and you're like, okay, there there is something there. But yeah, but, but, yeah, I would like to see Penix in a better shape. Uh, this is a stay away from me. Yeah. Um. Uh. I think I think I think, um, I think as, a, as a college football fan, as a as not as a Big Ten fan, I'm not saying me, but I, I think I think an undefeated Michigan State. Um, at an under at an undefeated Michigan in a couple of weeks would be a uh, or should say hosting a uh, an undefeated Michigan in a couple of weeks would be a uh, a pretty a pretty cool thing. It's gonna be a, that Big Ten East round robin coming up is gonna be very oh, uh, very interesting. Awesome. That, 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 it's great because they all play each other. It's gonna be settled on the field. Uh, it's not gonna be any. I mean, you say that, and we'll probably come down to some ridiculous convoluted tire break. I think. Don't hold me to it. I think Clifford will be back, certainly for Ohio State, maybe even the Illinois game uh, next week. Uh, okay. And that, and and, I, and and that's a that's a kid who I don't think my I don't want to say completely changed because I I, I like his toughness and I like I like the the fight in him. But good 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 God, like like is after what happened Saturday, like. Is there a more vital player to a team's success than Sean Clifford? Like they, they were completely inept on offense without him, and they probably beat Iowa with him. And everyone's going, "Oh, well, he threw two picks." And it, the the point is, Penn State couldn't get a first down without him. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, Penn State's defense was going to get tired from being on the field all the entire time. Mm-hmm. With Clifford, at least they had the seventeen points. They were able to to move the ball some get their defense or some breaks and some rest. And, and that ultimately caught up with them in the second half because uh, they, they, they just could not get a, uh, a first down there. So uh, how important in this, another little mini rant here and ties into to Caleb Williams as well. Like how important is it to have a, a backup quarterback who can play in this day and age with the, with the, with the transfer portal and everyone thinks they should start. And once people don't start, they want, they're looking for a place out to be able to keep a kid around who, who is capable and can play when you need him. Uh, that, that's a, that's like a, that's a massive job for a head coach and a coordinator right now. I mean, how, how different would Penn state be right now? If they were able to keep Will Levis around and, and Levis came in that game and, and, and it, it probably they, they probably be Iowa if Levis is in the game, but Levis left and wanted to go to to Kentucky and start, and that, that's his uh, prerogative to, to do. But uh, it's the same thing with 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 Oklahoma now. He's going to have to try and manage a situation where uh, I think we all saw a different Oklahoma team with Caleb Williams under, under center. And but but if, if Spencer Rattle just says, "Yeah, I'm going to just leave and go prep for the NFL draft," they, they don't have. Anything behind them, they have freshman walk-on quarterbacks behind them. 
So it, it's going to be interesting to see how Lincoln Riley and that staff can try and keep Spencer rattling around if and when they ultimately do say, okay, Caleb, well, you're starting this week against CCU. Yeah, and I, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I'm going to. And that's what I said, Bear, before the season. Every single hit I did, I had Penn State under, and it was I brought up the quarterback situation. I love Clifford. I love his toughness, but I worried about his recklessness and the hits that he's going to take because they didn't have a quarterback behind him with one snap of experience. And you saw that. And it goes back to me. I was wrong because Justin Fields stayed healthy. Two years ago, I picked Ohio State under because Justin Fields was the guy, and they didn't have anybody behind him. Two guys transferred out once Fields came in. So that stuff, I mean, it's it's hard to you know go off a week-to-week basis, but when you look down the road, that stuff matters. And, I mean, yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, that's, that's the talking point out of that game. I, I know Iowa came back and won the game, but if Clifford stays in that game, they win. And they're undefeated, and now Iowa's got the loss, and everything's different. Uh, but Penn State still does have the opportunity to play their way back into this. There's no doubt about that. Is it up against them? Yeah, but they still have an opportunity. And that's what that that's a credit to them because they put themselves in that situation. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. You mentioned Oklahoma. I mean, with them, with Caleb Williams was as fun as to watch as possible. But yeah. on the other side, I know they lost, but how fun is Texas with start calling those plays, man? Like, that offense is is great, and I, I get it. You hit a lull, and you're playing with a lead, and then the pressure's on. But, you, I mean, it's really hard to lose a lead like that. I I, I think you're, you're on the up with Texas as a program and as a fan, but tricky spot here with, with Oklahoma State. I mean, probably the least talked about undefeated team. Would you say that in the country? Yeah, I, I would I would say that uh, mainly because of just how they've been. Uh, you you look at the, the the games; they just haven't been. People had this vision of Oklahoma blowing teams out uh, with what they did with Baker and, mm. and and Kyler, and and that's what they expected. However, they found themselves in games and give them credit. For, for winning, but it's like the lack of, uh, I hate the phrase, but like when people talk about like style points and looking flashy, yeah. that's what I think people are waiting for on Oklahoma. And I'm not sure this is a team that, 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 that's capable of doing it. Maybe that changes. Like we just talked about with Caleb, but all five of their games against FBS teams this year have been decided by seven points or fewer. And they've score. won all, they've won all five of those games. Like that's the thing. Are you waiting for them either a, not be playing in these close games or B, they're going to keep playing these close games and the law of averages is going to even out and they're going to lose some of these games. Because if you look at the other nine teams that have played at least four games decided by seven points or fewer, those nine have averaged two losses. You know, so like Oklahoma has dodged the bullets and stayed undefeated, um, but they haven't been covering these games against uh, uh, double digits against FBS teams. Um the three, the three this year, they were, or, or, or four rather, I should say, they're fair about 12 and a half, 17 and a half, 22 and a half, and, and, and 31 in the last four, uh, four games against FBS opponents this year. They've won by six, three, seven, and five. So I, I, I don't know. Uh, I like TCU just because of that, just mm-hmm. because I, I'm going to, I am going to bet on this seemingly larger sample size now from Oklahoma, what we've seen with our eyes. Um, and, and, and I think that there might be something to, and, and maybe you'll, uh, you could expand on this a little bit. Like when you're the backup and you come in and it's like, okay, you're not expecting to play. You're not prepping all week. Like you're the starter. And it's like, okay, Caleb, you're in, you're just kind of going out and playing and you really don't have time to think and, and, and like get concerned. I, I, I think maybe the week now leading up where he knows he's going to start, he knows he's going to play. He knows the pressure now is on him. 
I think that could affect Caleb Williams a little bit, and you might not see like the the free the, the free runs and the spirit and the excitement and the, and the success that he had uh, in this game. I know I know Duggan and, and Evans are questionable. Yeah, I'd be shocked if they didn't play. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm leaning towards taking the 13 half. I actually see a a 14 at circa right now. But I I, I don't know. Am I Am I an idiot for thinking that about about Williams and maybe the difference between being a backup quarterback and a starting quarterback? No, it's I think it's um, you know human nature. You know you 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 got the monkey off your back where you're going to be under center for that first snap. But when I talk to people that know him, uh, being in this area and and Caleb went to high school right around here. Now, I mean, you, there's you try and find a bad word about him. It's there isn't any. Um, you know, I heard I've heard Trent Dilfer throw the word humble. Um, as a bill, you see, I mean, I watched the spring game. He had this big old knee brace on and I'm like, I thought he was a dual threat guy. And then there he comes fourth and one against Texas. And there he goes <laughs> for 60 yards. So I I'm, I'm all in on Caleb Williams. Uh, I get where you're saying to me, I look at the other side and I'm like, if they bust out and blow TCU out, look out. Cause this, this could be, you know, um, you know, you're talking about the 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 sample size in there. It just could be that 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 little of a difference where a guy sees things differently. I, I think he's got more arm talent than Spencer Rattler. Um, and I know yes. I was in the minority of that beginning of the year because everybody saw Rattler do his thing uh, from you know QB one and and all that stuff, and he had more hype. And Caleb Cal- Williams didn't play football for a, over a year. That's you that's know the like amazing thing, I, and come in I, like that and make those throws. That that shows me a ton, man. It's a it's a big game because they get a breather the next couple of weeks. Yes, uh, at Kansas and home Texas Tech before having at Baylor and then Iowa State and Oklahoma State to end the year. So if they can get through this week. I think they get to kind of exhale a little bit and. And and really just get focused as to really what what is at hand. If they win if they win this week, I would I would think uh, they'd be in a really good shape moving forward. And that's what you have to do against Oklahoma. You got to put pressure on their secondary. I think I, I said it last week. I thought they did a good job against Bijan. I mean, they gave up two big runs, um, and and for the most part, they 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 tackled well. But there's still some guys in the back end that look a little confused to me. And TCU needs Duggan, and they need – I think Evans is a, is a real talent at running back. Those are the guys you need to put that kind of pressure on Oklahoma. So that will be interesting to see uh, in a night game Saturday night. I want um, – so go, I, and I also just want to talk about Oklahoma State quick. Um, I, the running back, Warren, is, is really impressive, and I could see Gundy trying to lean on him and in, in running the football against Texas and maybe – trying to make this a lower scoring game, knowing the capability Texas has offensively. We saw the holes in the Texas defense. Um, They're obviously on the field and had a lot of pressure on them uh, in that second half against Oklahoma. So that's a, that's a really good noon game, man. Um, I I think we're going to learn a lot about, I mean, it's a tough spot for Texas to get back um, off that loss, but Oklahoma state's got all the, everything to prove. And um I think a lot of pressure is on their on their on their offense to to show up because you know Texas is going to get some, but how many can they can you can you hold them down to? Um, I look at Iowa, the State, un- Iowa State, Kansas State in a in, in a Big Twelve. Team. Sorry, no, yeah, really good game, uh, really good game there. I'm just trying to get these noon games out because there's actually some interesting things I want, and they're all in the SEC. You got Auburn off that brutal loss to Georgia against Arkansas, and that brutal loss to to Ole Miss. Uh, shout out to Pitt. There was no doubt that he was going for two um, if they were able Pass. to score. Good for yeah. him. Yep. Um, didn't like the play call. We got to do yes. something about the lineman downfield on those RPOs because if you go back and look at the tape of that play, there's four. I mean, they called it finally in that, and you saw Lane on the ground like, oh, my God, did we get past interference? No. It's that flag was that deep because that's where the offensive linemen were for Arkansas <laughs> when he threw the ball. Just check the tape. There's guys, there's guys deeper than the ball went in the end zone on that. But when I look at Auburn and I look at Arkansas, I think they come back down a little bit, and that goes with their defense. We know Nick's. Um, I did. There was a couple throws that he just didn't even make um, against Georgia, where you got to take your chances. They had a couple stop and goes where a guy's running free in the second quarter and he looks the other way, um, it would have been a touchdown. 
uh, Arkansas. I, 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 here's what it is. I don't think Auburn could come close to doing what Ole Miss did to that Arkansas defense. And I think Auburn's defense can slow down Arkansas. Uh, I think they're more buttoned up there. I look at that over under 53 and a half. I like that under. I think the winning team in this game scores about 24 points. Uh, and even if we get, what, 28-24, that's still under. Um, I, I, I think that's an under game in, in Fayetteville uh, Saturday at noon. Yeah, this is another this is another game too. Arkansas is better than Auburn. Mm-hmm. But again, they, they haven't beaten them since 2015. Um, I also wonder where Arkansas is psyche wise and I don't want to say health wise, but two weeks ago you're an undefeated top ten team and you get your doors blown off and that happens. Now and then last week you play a game where neither team could stop anybody. You go for the win uh, like you should. You don't get it. So now you're sitting here with a couple of losses in a in, in a track meet. So I, I just wonder. I think it'll be. I, I would lean towards what you're saying with with, with the under because I, I think it's going to be interesting to see how how Arkansas bounces back uh, from that two week stretch. Yeah, and that's. I I don't really like the side of either game. I just think both defenses will control that game. Yeah, and the thing that sticks out there from this one is that crazy game last year uh, when you had the Knicks alleged spike fumble mm-hmm. and that's what Arkansas, I mean, they got a loss and they won that game. Yes. Um, they won that game to me. Knicks was 17 to 28 for 187 in that game. Bigsby ran the ball for 146. And that's what I think you're going to see. I think you're going to see Arkansas play back a little bit. No one like they like to keep everybody in front of you. And I think Auburn will take what they give them and run the ball on Arkansas. And I think Arkansas will do the same. Uh, even though they've done a really good job in throwing the ball downfield um, with with KJ, so that's a, that's an interesting game. One thing I might have to go against my will, Bear, and you know how I feel. I think you're in the same boat as giving double digits on the road. But if I'm going to do it in any spot this week, it's going to be with Florida. Um, I <laughs> I look at LSU. I wanted to give Kentucky last week, and I didn't. And I was really mad at myself uh, for not giving that out. I, you know, you talk about these programs in flux. We know what's going on with circling around more uh, talk about Woodward, the AD at LSU, wanting to get his own guy in there and has wanted to do it since he took the job over. Who knows who it's going to be? But you look at the opt outs. I just got another alert. Eli yeah, Ricks, Ricks is out Ricks for the out. year. Yep. Um, Boutte's out. Uh, LSU, has just, I just can't believe they don't have a running back there. The offensive line has plenty of experience, have not played well. Florida has a bad taste in their th- for the shoe throw game last week. I'll, I'll take Mullen down up some offense against a, a suspect LSU defense. So as much as I hate giving double digits, this, this line stuck out. Uh, I, was, I thought it was going to be seven and a half, eight, and now it's 10, 10 and a half. I think you might have to um, uh, look at, at Dan Mullen down up some offense and, and taking Florida here because I, I – I mean, everybody's talked about LSU's schedule going forward in the SEC and where's the win. I don't think this is a win for them, even though they it's the most unbelievable game from last year to me is how they got up and, and went to Gainesville and won. I think there's some payback here in Florida remembers that kind of stuff. There's obviously bad blood between the two teams from from years prior with the with the rescheduling a game and home yep. two home games in a row. So I look at Florida coming in as a capable team. And, and pulling this off. It's not a night game. It's a new 11 a.m. kick in Baton Rouge. So I look at Florida in that game. Yeah, and, and this could be a situation, too, where that crowd, you, you know the LSU fans. Mm-hmm. They are as dialed in and as honest uh, as they come. They will they, they, they will turn on you on a dime. And uh, this could be a pretty ugly boo-fest if, uh, if this gets out of hand. But, yeah, there's, there's I think there's going to be a whole lot of Frustration taken out on on LSU the next the next couple of weeks, uh, Ranger. The AP people going to get a chance to to kick them while they're down, and it, it, it's it's feasible that the only game they win the rest of the year is Yale Monroe. Yeah, it, it, it's interesting too because someone someone told me uh, someone told me a couple of weeks ago that uh, just it's, it's more of like the perception of LSU and like where they'd be now. In the whole Coach O situation, like someone told me a couple of weeks ago that that uh, had Greg Schiano been the Tennessee head coach and not gotten run out of Tennessee before, really, whatever was getting hired, like like Joe Burrow was going to go with Schiano to Tennessee. 
Imagine that. Like, imagine if 2018 and 2019 and LSU never happened because Joe Burrow was never there because he was in Knoxville. Like, 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 what would what would the what would the perception of that LSU program be now? So, and I doubt Coach Joe would still be there. So, it's just a it, it, it's just amazing how some of these like what if situations uh, had one little thing changed. Uh, of course, the way our history might be changed. Just interesting. Yeah. <laughs> the ultimate ultimate domino effect. A <laughs> <laughs> um, and M off that monster win against Alabama, laying eight and a half against. Well, you can't even say worst defense in in the SEC because you still have Vanderbilt in there. Um, <laughs> but is, do you think? Did you think A and M was going to be given more? Because I did. No, no, okay. because I, I I think they probably built in a little bit of a letdown line here uh, on the road. Also, a little bit of where did that come from 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 Calzada based on and that offense. What that offense did uh, against Power Five teams a, a couple of weeks. Prior to uh, the, the Alabama game, they, they really hadn't done much. So I, I, that was a, a stunning of a performance, I, I think, uh, by, by Calzada. And they, they had the big special teams touchdown right after the block punt. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything kind of went right for AM that night. And, and, and good for them. Those fans, I, I, this week, we talked about it last week about how were they more dangerous now because they didn't have that number in front of their. Their, their name, oh, a top 10 AM team, and they, that game would get built up. And, and that's when they've fallen flat on the face in recent, in recent years uh, at home. But they kind of went out and, and, and just, just played with it without a care and played to win and played uh, clearly the best game of the year. And, and, and I think of all the losses uh, at Alabama for Nick, that was probably the worst one because AM didn't do a whole lot in the second half. No. Uh, he, all, all he gave. The warning signs to his team through in the week, and I, and I joked about it too. Like he was talking, saying how it could be a letdown game, which I like to believe that. Okay, he's made his team well aware. That's the message, and they're going to come out and play. The fact that they didn't respond, and this defense hasn't been uh, as good as people thought it was. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah, getting blown up by LSU a couple of years ago—that's not bad. And I'm not talking about like his first year when they lost to UL Monroe, but like mm-hmm. since then. No. Like, like that, that would, that was as bad. That was probably the situation and, and the way it happened. That's probably the worst loss he's had at Alabama. Totally agree. But I've, but, I, good, but good for AM. For absolutely. And that's what I was going to say. I'm so happy for Calzada, man. Taking that hit from Malachi Moore to first, second play of the game, I think it was. And, you know, going in injury tent in the second half and coming out. I mean, what I, what I just thought was so good was having, watching him have the confidence in himself and anticipating throws. And then when you watch him in weeks previous, he just, he held on to the ball and, and he just wasn't smart with it and, and hesitated. And when guys do that and they don't have that belief in themselves, it, that affects them. And I think he did that in, 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 in a brutal spot, you know, he, he he's bummed. He didn't win the job. And then he comes out in a brutal situation at Colorado, throws a touchdown pass to get the hell out of there with a win and hadn't, hasn't put it together. And then he does in the biggest stage that they're on. So, Really happy for them. Um, I'm I'm interested in AM's defensive effort out of that game, knowing if Missouri could do anything, it score some points. And I, I that that over under is 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 enticing to me with the over at 60 and a half because I think that the AM could easily put 35 plus up. Uh, it's just a matter of what Missouri yeah, simply, does but simply by running the ball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So um there's that. Um Nebraska, uh, man. What do you say? Well, I, what do you say? The, try and get up off the deck again and, and get a win on the road at Minnesota. Um, they're more than capable. The improvements are there. Um, you, 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 how about? Did you see the interference call before the half? That led to the Michigan touchdown to go up 13-0. No, but oh. no, because I did not have my uh I was flying back and I did not have the 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 the, the dish TV oh. up yet. It was not working on it. I finally got it um in the second half, but but based on the based on the Twitter reaction, it was uh it was atrocious. Uh, yeah, that's that, that's the uh, unanimous consent consensus opinion. And to still it was terrible to still come out of the locker room down that instead of, it should have been you know maybe nine nothing um, with a field goal there and to take the lead in the second half um, 
keep doing what you're doing, Nebraska. Uh, it, it's improvement. I know it hasn't been great, but um, I appreciate you covering uh, also last week. But three and a half at Minnesota, that stinks to me. Rutgers minus two at Northwestern. I can talk- get there with I, I can get there with Nebraska this week. Okay. All right. I can get I, I can I can get there. I'm not I don't know if it's it's big Mike happy recap esque. All right. Well, but put it in put it in ink yet. Well, like a TCU, I'm going to take plug plus 14 mm-hmm. for sure. Okay. Uh, but I, 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 Nebraska's on the, on the, just off to, off to the side right now because boy, they, they, they're, they look like a team that one, one of these weeks, everything, well, it did the, the week before against a bad Northwestern team. Yep. But they have that effort in them. And I, I don't think this is a team that is uh, going to be down on itself. I, I think the way they bounce back from some of these, uh, losses, the Michigan State loss, the way the way they came back from that, uh, I think they'll bounce back from that Michigan loss. I, I think they realize uh, that they are a good team and they're close. And, and, and you know, I, I'm, I think I'm going to get there with the rest of this week. Okay, um, Virginia does it again. They're giving eleven to Duke, uh, Iowa eleven and a half uh, against Purdue. I heard Purdue possibly. might have. I heard Purdue might have some COVID issues. Okay. Something to keep an eye on there. Um, Purdue just doesn't force turnovers, and that's what you got to do uh, to help yourself. And, and against the Iowa they, they, don't, they don't force turnovers and they don't score. Yeah, that's a yeah, problem. Not pretty. points each of the last three weeks. Yeah, they're in the hundreds. Uh, I want to say in total offense. Um, Baylor laying six to BYU after that loss to Boise. Miami plus seven at Chapel Hill. You can have it. Do you think, you, do you think there's any um, any and what, where would the advantage lie if there is any for uh, in, in the BYU Baylor game? Is it would it be for BYU knowing what Jeff Grimes is going to run uh, at Baylor, being that that, that that was like his offense uh, in Provo? No, I think it's the other way. I think it's Grimes knowing BYU's personnel on defense. Okay, I do. That's why I ask. Okay, I do. I, I really do. Um, I, I think he has the goods to go at that, especially seeing BYU last week. Um, not at their best, and that's a credit to BYU because they played great um, all season long until, until that spot at home too. That was that was I give Van Pelt credit. He was uh, he was on Boise in that one. Um, if Virginia Tech doesn't have Burmeister, that's an issue. Um, yeah. getting five. I mean that 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 second half quarterback. I don't think. Virginia Tech had a passing yard in the third quarter of that game, which is hard still to do. One. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to hear this. It's down to four and a half right now, by the way. Oh, you're not going to hear this again the rest of the year. You Brace like Kansas? Yourself. No. Brace yourself. Colorado is favored by seven <laughs> against Arizona. That's woof. That's a rough watch right there. Hmm. Let, let me guess. See that that's a perfect game for the Pac-12 Network. Nobody will be able to find it. That way, nobody will be able to watch it. Just let it play and let it be forgotten about. Arizona at Colorado, three thirty Eastern on Pac-12 Network. That's that, that's that's a perfect spot for it. Um, Tree falls in the forest and nobody's there to see it or hear it. Did it actually happen? That's Arizona, Colorado. Would you rather take Rice plus the 18 on the road at San Antonio or Mississippi State plus the 17 at home? I would take both. Okay. I I, I think Mississippi State is going to move the ball on Alabama. I think their defense is better than you think. I think it's obvious knee-jerk oh, Alabama lost. Now they're going to blow everybody out the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't think it's that easy. I mean, I mean, maybe, right. maybe ultimately Alabama does does cover that number, but but I'm not, I'm not willing I'm not willing to run to the window and lay 17 with Alabama right now on the road against a team that can score and a team that that, that isn't that, that oh by the way just beat the team that just beat A and M yeah yeah <laughs> by the way and and UTSA is another team that they, they play close games mm. uh, maybe they're maybe they're due to break out and. And, and and what a big game, but but Rice I think is just pesky enough where they could hang around for for a little while. All right, uh, 
my issue with Mississippi State here is I think the defense is is can hang around. I just look at how stubborn Leach is throwing the ball. And if Bama's going to play back, you got to run the ball and just take those five-yard gains. And they refuse to do that. And I wonder if Alabama uh, – yeah, so they'll have more back because that was targeting in the first half. First That's half. huge. Uh, you saw you saw Jimbo go right at um, the backup for him because I think he's the most valuable guy in Bama's secondary and that proved to be true um, Saturday night. So that's it, it. I'm really interested to see how Bama comes out um, because, uh, you know, people want to talk about the play calling and the red zone and the one series. And I, I still am blown away by what Bryce Young could do, man. He is phenomenal to me. And I do want to see some more out of the wide receivers. I think they have difference makers. Um, maybe Mechie was, was a better matchup last year when, when the other teams put their good guys on on the other type of guys, so I'm looking at him, yeah, I'm looking at him. Uh, but I think the tight ends too could prove prove a pro, to be a problem against Mississippi State's defense. So I'm, I, I want to see uh, Alabama offense there. You like TCU plus the points. Uh, Eighty two is your over under in Knoxville. Eighty first first total in the eighties this year, I think maybe. 82. I'm sure, wow. I'm sure somebody, I'm sure somebody knows. I mean, I I still say like going back, I believe Hypo was calling the plays of Oklahoma in 2007. And that was my first time seeing Oklahoma in person in a long time. And to see, I still think they're the fastest paced team. A Hypo system is the fastest mm-hmm. there is. And then t- the idea of what, just, just thinking about this, knowing how fast they go, now, Hooker's been great since he, he's taken over. They feel like they seem to get some things going. They run the ball. Uh, well, I know there's a game against Missouri in there, so that pads the stats. But you just look at out. Last time you saw Ole Miss's defense against Arkansas, not great. And then you factor in that Ole Miss offense against – I mean, that's that's a tough one to take the under. I know it's a high number, but that that there's going to be a lot of possessions in that game. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think it was Peter Burns who, uh, who posted the, the- – Post a question on Twitter for one of his radio shows, uh, and did like a, an SEC like surprise disappointment. Blah blah. Uh-huh. I, I had Tennessee at four and two was my biggest surprise because I expected nothing from this team. Uh, and yeah, they lost a couple of games that they that, that they were expected to lose against uh, Florida and Pitt. But the way they played and the way they moved the ball and put up points, granted it were against. Uh, Missouri and South Carolina, but the fact that they're four and two heading into the back end of their schedule, uh, that surprises me a whole lot. So um, kudos to them for, uh, for, for exceeding at least expectations in my mind. I'm sure they had higher expectations. Now we'll see what happens the next four games. We'll, we'll all miss Bama, Kentucky, and Georgia. But, um, but, but, but this team is definitely um, showing some life on offense and, and good for them. Yeah. It, uh, I think if Hooker starts the year, they beat Pitt. Um, just just going back and, and, and watching and, and thinking about that. Um, good game in the ACC. Yes, I said that. Good game in the ACC. NC State <laughs> minus three at BC. And that's the other game I like. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I, like, I like BC in this game. I know they have that 21-game losing streak against ranked teams, but you're never gonna, you're never going to get a better chance to snap that streak against a fringe top 25 team at home as a short underdog. Uh, they got a much needed week off after the game at Clemson where they came all so close to, to, to pulling it up to so the way that game ended. It was just terrible. Um, but I think Jeff Halfley with that defense uh, and, and the running game that they have now, I, I think it's a great spot for BC. I, I, I love Jeff Halfley as a coach. Um, Me too. I love the way they've responded without Dracovic playing uh, really as relying on the running game and the defense. I think they can do that on Saturday and uh, I'll take BC plus the three and on the money line. The only reason I, I think NC state has a significant advantage at the quarterback position with Dracovic out. I, I, I like Devin Leary. Uh, I think he's a capable player. That's a, that's a good game Saturday night in chestnut Hill, which should be rocking. That's one of the best atmospheres we have. You have to bring in the extra. You have to bring in the extra portable Musco lighting. M- maybe for, for big. Uh, Got to see if the Red Sox have a game that night too, because we know. Yeah, they might. Oh, that's, that's true. That takes that's away. True. Yeah, you might have. You might have ALCS 
So you well, well, they won't have home field. So you figure by the time it starts, the game would be in Houston. So maybe yeah. maybe they can bring their uh, their Sony transistor TVs into uh, alumni alumni stadium and and watching this watching the stands as opposed to staying home. So that's that's a great point, though. You're right. Yeah. They're going to be so invested in the uh, in, in the Red Sox and the LCS as opposed to BC. So yeah, be, be mm. interesting. Am I nuts to think? Am I nuts to like Army plus fourteen no. against Wisconsin? No. Why? Why would you be nuts to like Army? Wisconsin can't score. Like, They're number one against the run. That yes. Army lost but, to Ball State. I know. <laughs> you want to? You want to lay fourteen points with Wisconsin? No. Though no. Um, I just. Quarterback could be out for Army too. Like that's that's a tough one, but I I, I think they're going to make the column. Um, I just how many possessions are going to be in, like? Think about that's Tennessee, Ole Miss, and, and that's and, the thing. And Army and Wisconsin. That's that game's going to be two hours. Good. Can we do that for ABC Prime <laughs> on Saturday? That is eight o'clock Eastern. Maybe the exact opposite of the game that we're going to have. Army Wisconsin going to be two hours. West Virginia Oklahoma is going to be four. <laughs> All right. Uh, but but so seriously, last three times, Army's been an underdog against the Power Five team. They lost by three, three, and seven against mm-hmm. West Virginia, Michigan, and Oklahoma. So, all right. And I I don't trust I don't trust the Wisconsin. Maybe unders to play. Maybe you just thirty nine. Thirty nine. Yeah, and twenty eight seven. I'm just giving you a number. Twenty eight seven is a real possibility. Very, it very much is. That would be a, a loser if we take Army, but I think we'll we'll take Army. Um, say maybe just play the under. And a couple a couple night games in the Pac-12, where I like the road teams, and I know the lines are are telling me not to take them, but sometimes I don't care. You know, I, we went on five earlier this week this year. Sometimes I don't, care. Just have to I don't say, care anymore. Sometimes you just have to say screw it. Hell with it. UCLA plus two at Washington. This line stinks. Yeah, like this, this is the this is the line like um, this is the I'm confused line. Why is Washington favored? Did UCLA know. initially open up favored and then it flipped. Is that what happened? I don't think so. I thought I thought I thought I saw UCLA like plus one, but that, it could have been. I mean, when the way books are, that yeah, that could have been a possibility. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get this one at all. Um. I just think UCLA is way more capable, um, yeah. and, I'll, and I'll take my chances with them. And Arizona State, a pick them now in Salt Lake. I, I get Utah has had a lot going on with the program, and they they went to LA and, and got a win. And I know it's USC. I just I, I like what I've seen from Arizona State. Um, you know, last couple of weeks, yes, yeah. I mean, they've been impressive. Daniels has been good. And I think like a huge like he got off that game last week, started that with like a thirty-five yard touchdown run, and like you could just see the juices flowing in that team. And I think their defense is legit. I, I think they can make Utah one-dimensional. I look at Arizona State uh, on the road there, and then another team in the Mountain West who's been good, covered four or six to start the year, is that Air Force team. Man, we talked about them before the year in in the Mountain West. A lot of guys back. They had the Weird schedule last year. Uh, they're at Boise, who could be in a letdown spot off of that win at BYU. Uh, the numbers plus four for for Air Force. I to me, that's on Air Force's defense. If they're that good, I think they win and and obviously cover that game. You know, I, I'm I'm with you on Arizona State. I think that's one of the things. Um, you don't want to overreact to early season results because uh, I had talked about how ASU hadn't really been impressive and been clicking mm-hmm. uh, and then they lost at BYU. And then you come back the last couple of weeks and you, you put forth a, a great effort against UCLA in the road win. And then, and then get uh, David Shaw to punt on fourth and five from the 39 and, and, and things go well. Uh, but yeah, this, I think, I think what we've seen from ASU in the last couple of weeks is the team that a lot of us thought we would thought we would see. I think I think this line has just, just come down as well. I think it opened it two and uh is now a pick up if I'm correct. Yeah. I'm reading my so, uh, uh what would they say? The steam. The steam. But I um, I would I would be with you. I would be on ASU on this game. 
Okay. A little extra, a little, little extra rest as well. And the uh, emotions of here's what another, Utah has had to deal with. Here's another, and, and you touched on it with, with not being impressive. They played at a, at a brutal environment in Provo and, and it showed they had a bunch of false starts. Um, and they could have an argument that they'd be undefeated still too, because after the unbelievable fumble, uh, he did step out and that should have been called, um, which is a play to keep in your back of your mind as the season goes forward, if Arizona state keeps winning. Um, and then the last one is Hawaii at Reno, uh, Hawaii plus the 14, anything else we didn't get to, um, K state, Iowa state's a really good game. I just don't like no, I have no interest in it. Yeah. I, I, that could I be an under game. 51 and a half, both defenses. Yeah. Familiar it, 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 with that's each team other. too. You were talking about Sean Clifford before and being worried about and playing the Penn state under. That was what we talked about too, with, with K state, just the way they run their offense. And so quarterback run heavy, just didn't trust a quarterback to stay healthy. So they're, they're another team that we, that fell onto that boat. Um, yeah, you, you hit on UCF Cincinnati. Like, like it's Cincinnati. I think realizes the the position that they're in, and this is a I think a UCF team that's kind of living on reputation from the team that they were uh, the year they won. They went undefeated and, and beat Auburn. Like this is a t- totally different offense now. That their offense is really struggling. Well, Gabriel, I think defensively they're up against it. I think Cincinnati could could put a big number on them. But yeah, I'm, 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 I don't see uh, much else in terms no. of the things that light they, I mean, it, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a light slate. A lot of teams are off. Yeah. B, it's a, it's a light slate in terms of things that we actually like. So sometimes it happens. Actually, yeah, what, 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 what is, well, what, and then, and then is we'll, there any doubt in your mind? Then, then, jump, go ahead. I was going to say, and then we'll get yelled at by big cat. This is one of those weeks where we oh, say, I don't like the big oh, yeah. cow will come back with the don't make, make the board love you. So, <laughs> is there any doubt in your mind the Giants win game five? Well, I hope they don't. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they don't. I, 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 hope, I hope the Dodgers win A because I have the Do- I played the Dodgers uh, in the series uh, prior to game three. And then uh, I have the Braves wheeled with all with 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 the uh, Astros and the Red Sox. I, I wheeled them with all four AL teams in, in World Series matchups. So Dodgers Braves is is very good for me. <laughs> so here's here's what yeah that is very good. I did in the I, I have a chance to go four for four in the in the, all the uh, division series because I mm-hmm. just I just bet all the teams I did not want to win. I bet the Red Sox, <laughs> I bet the Astros, I bet the Braves, and I bet the Giants. So, oh, so yeah, you're, you you're, have you're, that. So you're set that. But is it, does that series price seem a little light, by the way? Astros, Red Sox, minus 150. Like, that seems really light. Like, I, I would have expected the Astros to be a bigger favorite, which I, I think it shows to show that the, the odds makers have a little bit more respect for for the Red Sox and the, than the betting public does. I mean, I, I, I might, I might be willing to play the Red Sox here at plus one thirty or so of the series. Oh, I've, I've, I already have, and I hope it keeps going up. Uh, <laughs> we don't, we don't want to see any more success out of that team, but I, I give them credit, man. I, I, I remember going back to opening day and watching them and I'm like, I sort of like this lineup. Like you got a Kike Hernandez who has plenty of playoff experience with the Dodgers. Obviously Devers and Bogarts are phenomenal mm-hmm. players. J.D. Martinez is going to give it to you. And in the back of my mind the whole year, I thought about sale. And I'm like, if you if you get anything out of him, that's a huge plus. Now, the bullpen is not great, obviously. And Houston comes at you with those bats. But I, I think the Red Sox are definitely worth a shot um, in that too. series, knowing how capable what they I, are. What a great storyline, too, with these two fine franchises and teams and, and organizations. And I can't say managers because the Houston manager who was involved in it is gone, but the, mm. the Red Sox manager who was knee deep in it. So Yeah. All right. Fun um, Two teams you can root for. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> all right. I think that'll do it. So for the Big Mike Happy Recap, here we go. Hold your butts. Big Mike Happy Recap. I'm going to go the under in the Auburn-Arkansas game. I'm going to go... 
Florida minus the 10 and a half. I'm going to go Army plus the 14, UCLA plus the two, and Arizona State pick them. For, for, for Big Mike right now, just give me uh, TCU plus the 14 against Oklahoma, BC plus the three against NC State, and three uh, lay the three and a half with Nebraska versus Minnesota. All right. Bear, safe travels. Thank you, sir. I will be headed out to the desert for the weekend. I will say oh, hi to all your friends. Arizona? Were you, Arizona? Uh, you no, the, the one there? The, the one north, the one north of Arizona. Are, are you going to the golf tournament? I am. I will be at the CJ oh, Cup. I hate you. And I will be at the stadium swim on Saturday. Oh, you are terrible. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to send Mike Palm a note making shit and tell him that the uh, that your your cabana is is no longer available and that you have to you have to head down the head off the strip for a. Uh, I've always uh, yeah. you, you've 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 ruined my day now. Sorry, I will tell Mr. Palm you said hello when I see him in person. That Please is, if he's if he's if he's got enough time to come say hello to me at yeah. his at his establishment. Exactly, so. he'd probably probably be dialed in on a on a uh, a second division Spanish soccer under. Like I probably would be as well. I was going to say, like I probably would be. It was it was so funny. I, I sent him a note the other day saying, uh, "Yeah, I got a. I played under in like South Africa, Ethiopia, and so he's like, oh yeah, I have that one too.' It was just it's perfect. Two peas in a pod. Good dude. Uh, yeah, very good. So by, I, by the way, by the way, speaking of that, was there anything more predictable last week than what, um, Wazoo beating Cal? Was there anything more predictable than that happening, knowing that we would be going to Corvallis next week if, if the uh, if the Beavs won? No, and I watched it too. So close on that last uh, fourth down. Because Eesh. Pac-12. Yep. Good luck. And uh, now I'm looking at it, and I have two Pac-12 games on the list, so that's not good. No, that's that, okay. That's been a rough, rough what, league. What, t- what time is UCLA Washington? 8.30 uh, Eastern. Oh, that's too bad. Chip, lo- Chip loves that, that that last in the game of the night. Yeah. I'm going to have to send him a text to unwind him up. <laughs> what did what, 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 you do to get out of that 10.30 Pac-12 game to wind him up on that? Uh, 8.30 on the, on the big Fox. So. All right, Bear. Uh, it'll be, on, like it'll be said, on in the truck. Travel safe and uh, take us away. The less you bet, the more you lose when you win. You can listen or follow the Stanford Steve and the Bear podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Plus, don't miss more from Stanford Steve on ESPN Sports Center with Scott Van Pelt. And check out the Bear on College Game Day on ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. <laughs> 